Hi, thank you for listening to Southside Stranglers. My name is Alana Tronio. For the last month, there has been three murders and rapes in this very neighborhood in Arlington, Virginia. I've been very curious about this specific case. Are there any special patterns to this case? Was there a specific event where the killer would be able to easily hide his traces? How do they prove that the suspect was a murderer? Imagine trying to solve this case. There are no leads, no specific suspects, and this is all happening in the same neighborhood. This was a very difficult case to crack. Was there a pattern with the deaths and the people who lived in the neighborhood? This was a very difficult case to crack because there was originally no lead. The only two things they knew was the killer most likely lived in the neighborhood and the way he killed his victims. He would tie his victims' hands together behind their back and have the same rope go around their neck while raping them and suffocating them to death. A homicide detective, Joe Horgas, spent many days and months on trying to crack this case. There was a broken window, no trace of DNA left anywhere, but there was semen on the covers. Even though there was that piece of evidence, they didn't have anyone's DNA to compare it to. Joe Horgas finally has suspect in mind, Tommy Spencer. He was known for burglary in the past and will probably know how to easily break into homes without leaving a trace. A geneticist named Michael Byro cleaned down Spencer's jacket and matched it to the pieces of glass to the ones that were found near the broken window. They matched. Deanne Dabbs worked in biology lab and she tested out the semen that was left on the sheets and compared it to Spencer's DNA. It was a match. The year was 1988 and was found to be the first time DNA was used as evidence during court. After finding all the evidence he needed to prove that Spencer was guilty, he was found guilty after seven days of trial. He was charged with rape and capital murder and was sentenced to death. I'm now interviewing Deanne Dabbs. What evidence did you, did you find to prove that Timmy Spencer was guilty? I compared his DNA sample to the semen that was left over on the sheets. Was his DNA and the semen a match? Yes, his DNA and semen was a match. Was there, has there ever been a case where DNA was used in court to prove someone guilty? No, this is the first time DNA was ever used. Thank you. You're welcome. How many victims and suspects were involved in the case? There were three victims. Roseanne Tucker, Debbie Davis, and Danny Cho, and one suspect, Timothy Tommy Spencer. How did Spencer become a suspect? He became a suspect when I remember that he had got himself in some trouble in the past with breaking into homes and carefully not leaving a trace behind. Thank you. You're welcome. What evidence did you find to prove that Timmy Spencer was guilty? I found evidence comparing the little pieces of glass that were on his jackets with the pieces that were broken near the window. How did you do this? I used a lighting strategy to compare how the pieces would go together as one. Thank you. You're welcome.